אראל מקשרת מי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבתוכנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קידוש מה שבארץ המה. ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ומקור חוכמה רבנו נחנו נצגי נא נח נחמן נחמן ואומן זה חותם תגידנו כסל אמן. עכשיו בעזרת השם today is going to be תורה כ"ב תורה 22 called חותם בתוך חותם we're going to study the fifth chapter of סיפחה לצניותה it's going to be the fifth and final one and it's actually a very long lesson so it's going to be several days I, I, I don't remember how many but uh, um, today shouldn't be too long so let's, let's hop right into it the fifth chapter of this is what it says in the beginning he created when it says this is a ma'amar, a saying, bara, chati ma'amar. When it says bara, this is half a saying. Av uven, father and son, stim vegalia, hidden and revealed, eden ila'a, distim ugniz, supernal eden or upper eden is hidden and concealed, eden tata'a, lower eden. Okay. Obviously it's very choppy, but it's very, very deep, and let's see how Rabbeinu ties that in at the end of the lesson. Um, but now we're going to start off with a new idea, a new Akdama. Let's see what Rabbeinu says. Da, no, sheyesh chotam, there's a seal. Veyesh chotam betoch chotam. And there's also a seal within a seal. Two ideas. Chotam hu, a seal is, now Rabbeinu is going to explain the following. What's a chotam? One seal. Ki yesh mochichei ador, for there are rebukers of the generation. Vehem bechinat raglin. And they represent the aspect of the legs, the feet. ונקראים רגלין על שם שם לימודי השם and they are called רגלין why are they called the feet? because they are what? they are teachers of השם they teach the people who השם is הנו שלום דין meaning they teach כביכול את השם but now it's not לימודי השם teachers of השם we're going to see what it means here רבנו explains שלומדים כביכול את השם they teach God שנותנים לו עצות they give God it Advice. And they walk or they go as this emissary, as God's emissary, to Israel to rebuke them and to return them back to God. And this is why they are called Raglin feet, for the fact that they give advice. She says on that verse. When it says in the verse, "Vechol ha'am and the entire nation Hashem will arecha that was at your feet," this is a reference to the Amisad, which was at Moshe Rabbeinu's feet. Haolchim achar atzadcha. What did Rashi say upon that? On that verse, the nation that was at your feet, it's actually the nation that was going after your counsel, meaning Moshe Rabbeinu was giving them advice, and Amisad was following the advice of Moshe. Vehashem alicha. And for the fact that they were going, they are called Raglin by means of this going, that they are basically God's emissary in order to rebuke the generation. These are why they are called the, the Raglin of the generation, the, the legs or the feet. And when God decrees a, a sort of decree in the world, and what is a din? A judgment? A judgment is Torah. Because there needs to be a judgment of Torah. Din Torah. A judgment of Torah. And for the fact that they are, and because of the fact that they are Limudei Hashem, teachers of God, God takes counsel with them. 
And he reveals to them the Din Torah, the judgment of Torah, that was redeemed, my bad, that was Nigzar, that was decreed upon the generation. And they basically cover over this Din Torah, the judgment of Torah, and they seal it. They seal it. As it says in Shira Shirim, Mayan Khatum, a spring which is sealed up. Mayan Khatum, a sealed up spring. Why do they seal it up? So that the chitonim, the evil forces, cannot, they cannot nourish themselves from this din Torah. So that they don't take, God forbid, this din Torah and make it into a cruel judgment. Because when God decrees something into the world, He decrees it in the aspect of the din Torah. But God forbid, if the Yetzirah wants to decree something and take that decree of the din Torah and, and twist it into din Achzari, He can. But what do the rebukers of the generation do they basically conceal and they hide over that din torah which god judges the world with and um, they seal it up so they're basically god's emissaries to seal up that din torah so the yetzirah or the the chitzonim the evil forces don't uh decree some a bad judgment into the world and they rebuke the generation so that they return after hashem so that this din torah can basically be an old in a sense this is what it says in yeshaya chatom torah belimudai Seal the Torah among my disciples. What does that mean? Hanu belimude Hashem nechtam adin Torah, meaning among the those the limude Hashem, the teachers of Hashem, or by the teachers of Hashem nechtam adin Torah. The din Torah is sealed. Meaning, seal the Torah among my disciples. Meaning, those who teach Hashem, the disciples of Hashem, limude Hashem, those who literally teach God, as if to say, as if we can say that. Um, they are the ones who seal this Din Torah. So that this, the evil forces cannot um, sustain themselves from this. And these people, these Mokhichayadot, these rebukers of the generation, um, when this Din Torah get, becomes revealed to them, they go and they rebuke the generation in order to Lachziram to um, return them for the better to, to make them good again to sweeten the judgment and even at the time of reproof they are careful to seal and to conceal this judgment so that the chitonim don't take it with their reproof it is sealed up meaning through their um, their tochacha through the rebuke that they give the generation, they're able to seal up this din. This is why they are the aspect of a chotam, one seal. This is what a seal is to reference to these people of the generation who hide up this din Torah so that the chitonim don't, God forbid, take this din Torah and turn it into din achzari, a cruel judgment. And with the rebuke, the way that they rebuke the generation, they bring them to closer to Hashem. And with this, they sweeten this judgment. The Elul Halimu Deshem Marbim Shalom Baalam and these people, these teachers of God, in a sense, they what do you call it? They they increase peace in the world. It says in Yeshaya, All your children shall be the teachers of God. And great shall be the um, the peace of your children. What does that mean? They go and mediate 
and make peace between Israel and their Father in Heaven, between Hashem and the Jewish people, these rebukes of the generation make peace. And before Hashem, they minimize the sins of Am Israel, the sins that Ben Israel are doing. And they offer endorsement basically on their behalf. They, they give a good judgment on their behalf. And before Yisrael, they grade in the sin very much. As we see by Moshe Rabbeinu, that he said to Hashem, Why do you unleash your anger upon your nation? Meaning we see here that Moshe Rabbeinu was making the sin of Am Yisrael small in Hashem's eyes. And to Yisrael, what did he say? You made a great sin. So we see here these, this mediation that's happening. And when the evil of this generation, God forbid, overpowers the seal and he, um, he damages it. God forbid, the seal that basically these Limudei Hashem have covered up in order to prevent this judgment from going further. Then the peace of the world gets damaged. And then Gerushin, expulsion. And strife occurs in the world. The opposite of peace. It says in Eyov. And from the world, he will be banished. This idea. This expulsion occurs whenever the seal is damaged. And how is the seal damaged? Whenever the, gener the generation continues to do evil. Because from the Chotam, Mechotam, the word Chotam Naseh Nidat, you create the word Nidat, banished. Because they're actually the same numerical value. You have Chotam, which is this numerical value of 8 and 6, which is 14. Then you have Mem, that's um, 40. So you have 40 plus 14, which is 54, plus uh, Tav, which is 400. You have 454. And Nidat is the same numerical value, 454. Meaning the Chotam, when the seal is um, broken, what happened? There is this aspect of Nidad, there is this banishment that happened. Because the same number of Kavadu is brought down. Second section, But now as we see in the beginning of part of the lesson, the first line of the lesson, Rabbeinu said there's two types of seals. There's the seal and there's the seal within a seal. So now Rabbeinu is going to explain the second aspect. There's a Chotam which is above this Chotam. There's a seal above this seal. These, this represents the hands which receive the rebuke. Or the reproof from these rebukers. It says, By the hand of every man, it is sealed. Meaning these hands represent that which is above the seal. And the hand represents faith. Through which Musar is received. Because you cannot receive Musar or like this rebuke or reproof. Except with Emunah. It says, Hashem spoke in the hand of Moshe. And it says about the hands, his hands were faith. Meaning, Emunah's hands, and how does Hashem, how does, um, um, what do you call it? Moshe receive the word of Hashem within his hand. So the hand represents Emunah. So you can only receive the word of Hashem, which is the Tochacha, the, the, the rebuke that the Chachamim are giving us, with the hand which represents faith. So it's faith that allows us to receive rebuke. And this seal needs an even greater guarding so that it doesn't get damaged. Meaning what? That your faith should not be damaged because faith is what damages the seal. Because whenever, God forbid, this 
outer seal is damaged, they are able to come to within this inner seal. And this inner seal then becomes damaged through the fact that this outer seal was once damaged. What's the outer seal? It's faith. So when you damage faith, then the inner seal can also be damaged. And God forbid, when this seal of the hand, which is faith, becomes damaged, what happens? You create from this kfirot, atheism, denial of God. Which is the opposite of faith. And then what happens? Mistaken beliefs or Abodazara is created in the world. Superstitions, all this fake stuff. Because the the main way Avodah has strength is only through the strength that it receives from its hands. Meaning, the Avodah idol worship, doesn't have any force except by means of the strength which it receives from the hands, which is this second Chotam, the Chotam Betoch Chotam, the seal within a seal. Bifrinat, as it says, Vayikach mi Adam Vayatsar Oto Bacheret Vayatsar Oto Bacheret Um... He took the um, he took the rings from their hands, and he formed the gold in a mold. I think this is a reference to what Aaron did whenever all the people, um, everyone there, those people who were part of the golden calf, they brought him all this gold. He took this gold and he formed um, the gold in a mold. Upon this verse, about the the, cons- the building of this golden calf, what was it that made the action successful? Meaning to what, why is it that the Erev Rav were so successful with this act? It says in the verse, because of the fact that Aaron took it from their hands, etc. If when he were to take it from their hands, he would throw the gold to the ground. Even if you were to take it back from the ground afterwards, pick it up. Then this evil act would not have been successful. Etc. Look at what the Zohar explains this in detail. But we move on. This idea of the hands here though. It's all about the hands, Vayikach Mi Adam. It's because of the aspect of Vayikach Mi Adam, which is what made the act successful. Meaning all the Avodazah in the world is because of this aspect of the hands which were which were broken. The seal, the outer seal was broken. Mi Adam, meaning Aaron took it from their hands, meaning the aspect of the hands was, was broken. But Rabbeinu says, just like the breaking and the damaging comes through the hands, the same is true of the rectification. The rectification must come through the aspect of the hands. And Yaakov gave all the foreign gods that were in their hands. And they were getting my bad. And they gave to Yaakov all the foreign gods that were in their hands. What does that mean? Because from the aspect of Chotam that we talked about earlier, you create the aspect of Nidat banishment. It says, Your hands are filled with blood. Because hand in its expansion, in its expansion, kaze yod dalit, way you spell it out, yod vav dalit, and then the dalit of yad is spelled out dalit lametaf. When you spell it out like that, umispar nidat, it's the same numerical value as what nidat. Hanu avodat elim shemetam me'al kenida, meaning those idols which make impure, like uh, like a menstruating woman, basically, the kenida makes impure. Avodat Alim is forbidden, like Anida is forbidden. 
the same idea, but there's this comparison here that Yad in its expansion is also the gematria of Nidat. And what did we say? Um, Nidat. Nidat is a play on the word not only banishment, but Nida also. It's Nida, the woman who's in the state of Nida. Um, she's forbidden to a man. It's this idea of Avodat Alilim, which makes impure a person like a Nida does. This awesome stuff Rabbeinu says. A person needs to see that he fills the aspect of the hand, which is faith, through the illumination of the seven shepherds, which encompass all the leaders of the generation. These seven shepherds encompass every leader of every single generation. It says, Seven days you shall fill, you shall fill their hands. Because these are the shepherds of faith which come to rectify and to perfect the hands. This is why they're called Roim shepherds. It says in Tehilim, shepherd faith, meaning emuna. Um, how does one cultivate emuna? It's through the aspect of shepherding. Meaning emuna and Roim and shepherds have are one aspect in a sense and all the faith of Am Yisrael these seven shepherds draw down to the generation it's the shepherds who are responsible for bringing faith to Am Yisrael and this is what it says in Dvarim all his holy ones in your hands what does that mean? that these holy ones these seven shepherds encompass all the leaders of the generation and this is what the aspect of what it says in Hosea. With the holy ones, he is faithful. Hashem is faithful with the holy ones. And Moshe Rabenu, who is one of the seven shepherds, this is why he was called the faithful shepherd. This is known in the Zohar Kadosh. There's chapters literally in the Zohar, literally written in where Moshe Rabenu comes and teaches secrets. Um, so we see this awesome stuff here. Raya me'emna means faithful shepherd. And the last section for today, section Dalad, and it's impossible to come to these shepherds, which encompass all of holiness, except by means of azut, boldness, to be bold. As the Chachamim say, in Avot, be bold as a leopard, it also says in Shemot, You led them boldly to the shrine of your holiness. Meaning, what does it mean you led them boldly to the, to, the, to the shrine of holiness? Meaning, through boldness, one is able to enter the shrine of holiness, within holiness. Because there are shepherds of the evil forces, the other side. And they are also, they are famous leaders of the generation. They are, they're famous, people know them. And they force men and people to submit to their control. They are literally after all the, the authority. And they are there to trick Am Yisrael from finding the true tzaddikim. And the essence of their kingship is through azut, through boldness, but it's bad boldness we're talking about here. Ki azut, because brazenness, malchuta berataga, brazenness is a kingship without a crown. 
not a true kingship. It's without a crown. And they are like dogs with azutam, with their boldness. It says, the dogs are brazen. They as a nefesh, they're brazen sold. Hema roim, they hema roim, they are shepherds. The hen pene adok if ne akelev. The face of the generation, the hen pene adok if ne akelev, and the face of the generation is as the face of the dog. This is all the gemara. But it's basically this explanation that the the those people those famous leaders which take positions and they you know they can have beard and peyote. We don't know how they, they you know what I mean they presented themselves to be holy, but they, they tricked the Amisrael. And we know Rabbi has a Torah, very special Torah where he explains that the Etzara today, towards the end of a lesson, I forgot which lesson. Um the Etzara today tries to put all its force on distracting people from the true tzaddikim. And this is why he makes He makes famous false leaders to distract people, to make them think that they are tzaddikim when they met. They are hiding all this kavod, all this glory, all this honor, etc., etc. But these are representing the dogs. They, they are like dogs in a sense with their azutam, with their with their brazenness. They have brazenness. This is how they lead. And therefore, in order to save yourself from them under their rule, it's only possible through holy azut, through holy boldness, to stand against their brazenness. And then, then you will be able to fulfill the verse as it says, you led them with your boldness. To your holy shrine. Now through this azut, through this holy boldness, you are able to enter the shrine of holiness. And all the voices, whether it's a scream, whether it's a sigh, whether it's the sound of a shofar, whether it's the sound of a song. All of this is the aspect of azut, boldness. It says, Behold, he puts into his voice a bold sound. So sound represents boldness, whether it's the sound of a shofar, um, screaming, a uh, song, etc., etc. This is also represents boldness. This is where we're going to stop today. We're going to continue with the lesson um, tomorrow. Be'ezrat Hashem.